A world existing in one man's mind, but the people aren't necessarily one of a kind. With lands and beings of different shapes and sizes, you can go anywhere, and it'll be full of surprises. Welcome to Tales from Somnium, written by Kane Casillas. Credits to Pixabay for all of the music in this episode, and Freesound for all of the sound effects in this episode. Headphones are advised. And now, sit back and relax as you listen to one of the many tales from Somnium. Episode 5. To You. Hey, you. I'm glad I can sit down and talk to you again. I feel like no matter how many times we chat, I never get to say what's on my mind, and now that I'm here prefacing this conversation, I'm getting even more nervous about sharing this. So, I'm going to rely on a hypothetical to help me out. Let's say I'm a guy. I'm a guy. And let's say you're a girl who works at a coffee shop. I'm a girl who works at a coffee shop. I think you're cute, but I won't say anything to you until I have enough courage to do so. Every morning I'd wake up, get ready, and head over to the coffee shop to order a cafe macchiato before I went to my first class of the day. You're always working the register. We have the same exchange every morning. I'll take my usual, please. Under what name? Your name. Like a fanfic? Yes, but a good fanfic. You never got my real name, and even though you wear a name tag, I never got yours. I was worried that if I looked down, you would think I'm staring at your breasts. So I maintained eye contact as we spoke. I could feel a twinkling sensation each time. It was strange. Like nausea and admiration bundled into two eyeballs. I would often fight my right eye in attempts to prevent it from twitching. Even more so, I fought the urge to look at how your eyes sparkled. Did that mean you were feeling the same way? Or was I building myself up with false hope? The last thing I wanted to do was something that would ruin our regular exchanges. Your name, Cafe Macchiato. Every time I'd grab that coffee, I'd raise it up in the air and tip it towards you, careful not to spill anything. To you. You'd tip your hat back at me. To you. We did this for six months. That's 183 consecutive days. I'm surprised we kept the streak for that long. You were never sick or out of town, and neither was I. We were always right there. It was comforting to know that there was something constant in my life, not to mention you had, in the words of my favorite author, pleasant facial features. It took me 183 days to finally say something. It started off normal. I'll take my usual, please. Under what name? Your name. Like a fanfic? Yes, but a good fanfic. Then I went off script. Hey, would you maybe want to, uh, I don't know, get dinner sometime? Then you went off script. Well, off the script I had imagined, of course. Um, no thanks. I'm very flattered, but we don't do much besides our little joke. (sighs) I was hoping after all this time that'd be enough. You'd have to do more than that. If I told you something, would you consider saying yes? Only if it's good. So I revealed my secret. I throw my coffee away every morning. What? I don't drink coffee. So you just... Mm-hmm. It was then I realized that your eyes never shared that same twinkling feeling I had. But I saw it now as you came to realize how I saw you. 
I'd like to think that's when you started to see me the same way. Restaurant, Loveburg Square, 7 p.m. tomorrow. I did my best to play it cool, but I knew I was smiling like a complete idiot. I'll see you then. You gave me my cafe macchiato, signed with your name and your phone number. I tipped my cup towards you as you tipped your hat back. To you. To you. And so I walked out, and just like the 183 days before, I threw my coffee in the trash. Continuing the hypothetical, let's say I did end up going on that date with you in Loveburg Square. It's a horrendous looking place. The shops are worn down, the fountain is completely drained, and everything is closed. Yet you told me to come here, so I tried to make a plan. A way to sweep you off your feet. After a whole day of thinking... I got nothing. So when I got there, I tried to play off how unprepared I was for the event. Hey, your name, over here! Hey, great to see you. You too! Can I get your real name? I told you my name, to which you laughed. <laughs> what? Something wrong with my name? No, it's a good name, it's just I'm never going to be able to say that correctly. Can I just call you Monty for short? Monty it is. Uh... Tora. Tora, got it. I made the only move I knew I was capable of making at that moment. So, what do you want to do? Really? So passive. Ugh, deal breaker. <laughs> no, wait. I'm not normally no, like... No, 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 no. I'm messing with you. I know this place doesn't exactly look great. Yeah, it kind of looks like trash. But I kind of grew up coming here. Oh, good trash. Nice try. Follow me. You led me into one of the buildings. It was filled with dusty shelves, which were filled with dusty books. An unoccupied cash register was on the far right. Was this a bookstore? Still is. It looks closed. Oh, it is. But you can still come out of the store with books if you want. You mean stealing? I prefer the term unknown purchases. Oh, so stealing. Hmm, problem? You had that twinkle in your eyes again. The same one you had when I told you I didn't drink coffee. How could I transition you stealing books from a permanently closed bookstore to me telling you I wanted to be a cop someday? It's a trick question. I was weak-willed. So how many books can I grab? However many books you can carry. I grabbed how to reboot your AI, how to create a black hole, how to possess an innocent child, and so you need control. What do you do? You, on the other hand, took the one and only Ivan. After that, we sat down at the drained fountain. I used to throw coins in there, you know. Oh, and it was full? It was never full. I would just throw them in there every time I came here. Any reason? I think a lot of it had to do with my dad. He and my mom split up when I was really young, so I hardly ever saw him. So I'd throw the coins in there into this empty fountain every time I stopped by, kind of wishing to see my father. Every time I got to see him, he would arrive with a small bag, and inside of it were all the coins I had thrown into the fountain. I guess it was kind of his way of telling me he was still there. He sounds like a nice guy. He was. He passed away a couple years ago. Oh, I'm sorry. It's alright. I didn't get many memories with him, but I still have the coins at home. It was and still is the sweetest thing anyone has ever done for me. <sighs> Looks like I have a high bar to hit. <laughs> the coffee was a good start, but don't feel bad if you never hit that mark. 
<laughs> we never went to the restaurant. <laughs> yeah, but this was better. A lot of people say that if they could go back in time, they would go back to the moment they fell in love with their significant other so they could fall in love for the first time all over again. I would never have to do that. I knew I liked you, but with every word that night and every word on every night after, I fell in love with you even more. So let's say that I decided to tell you how I felt. Not on the first date, of course. I wouldn't want to come across as too strong or creepy or clingy or... Well, yeah, so anyways, let's say there was some time before that where we went on more dates. First, we went to the aquarium. Fish are cool. Yep. Then the movies. Movies are cool. Yup. Then the dance, the arcade, a few dinners, and when we finally got to a night of stargazing, I decided it was the perfect time. I love you. Your shocked expression made my heart drop. Had I messed up? Was it too soon? Did you not feel the same way? Uh, did I say something wrong? No, no. Uh, it's just surprising. A good surprise or a bad surprise? I thought I was going to have to be the one to say it first. I hated that you thought that. Had that happened, I'd have never forgiven myself. Well, I said it. You don't have to say it back if you don't want to. Really hard to get a read on you right now. That's okay. Just know I, I'm there. You know. I you love you too. My insides melted as you kissed me. It was the first kiss we had ever shared, which I thought was weird considering how close we had been. But it was long overdue, and it was finally happening. I wasn't going to complain. But of course, no relationship is perfect. Fights, arguments, and mindless bickering are bound to happen between any couple. So let's say we finally had our first fight. Did you pepper my eggs? Uh, yes? Why? Because I pepper eggs when I make them? Okay, but I've told you like twice now that I don't like peppered eggs. Okay, well, I'm sorry. You've said sorry three times now? Just make the eggs without pepper. Okay, jeez. Jeez what? Your tone. What about my tone? You get snippy with me every time something doesn't get to go your way. Well, I ask you to do things and you don't listen. That doesn't mean you get to snap at me. Yeah, right. You just don't want to hear that you're wrong about something. It's peppered eggs. How is there a right and wrong? Because I asked for non-peppered eggs. You'd do something that day that rocked me to my core. You walked away. I couldn't let that happen. <laughs> no, 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 no. You don't get to walk out of this. Are you hearing yourself? You're mad about food. You're freaking out over food. I'm mad because you don't listen to me. We're reaching all the way there now. Oh, it's not a reach, it's fact. You know what? You need to cool off, I'm leaving. <laughs> I don't think so. You don't have a say. Listen to yourself. I don't wanna be by you right now. As you stormed off, my anger skyrocketed. It wasn't until the door slammed that I realized what had happened. I had a lot to apologize for. I'd spend the next day in pain, drowning in my own guilt and wallowing in self-pity. How could I be so foolish? Why was I such an immature idiot? Hey, knock it off. What? I can see you overthinking everything again. I don't do that. 
Is this about the peppered eggs? I shouldn't have lashed out like that. I agree, but you do realize it's been like two days, right? So? So you've spent two days obsessing over your overreaction about peppered eggs. But I was rude. But it was peppered eggs. It's not a big deal. Just don't do it again, please. I know, but I still feel bad. You don't deserve that, and I don't want to be one of those guys who just snaps at their girlfriends for the smallest things. Then don't be. It was a simple phrase. Then don't be. It sounds easier said than done, and honestly, it is. But you were worth it. You're still worth it. It's hard knowing that I can't undo what I've said or done in the past. It's even harder knowing that I can't guarantee that it won't happen in the future. I hate that all I can do is sit in my thoughts in the present day, constantly surrounding myself in the paranoia of whether or not I'm doing a good job at considering everything I need to consider and making sure I'm saying the right thing all the time. What starts with peppered eggs becomes a moral dilemma and then an identity crisis and Then you say the magic words. Then don't be. Even though I know my work is cut out for me, your affirmation makes me feel like I'm just falling back into my normal routine. I know we're bound to fight again someday. But that doesn't mean I have to handle it poorly all over again. I'm sorry for everything I've said and done. I'm sorry for everything that I say and do in the future. All I want is you to see you with that twinkle in your eyes that tells me you know you belong with me and I with you. We'll share stories and laugh. We'll dance under the stars and eat peppered eggs. We'll steal books and throw away coffee cups. We'll sit across from each other and raise our drinks, be it caffeine, cocktails, or just plain old water, and remind each other of our love with two words. To you. To you. To you, my love. This concludes today's episode of Tales from Somnium, starring Jack Ottman as Monty, Chelsea Mitchell as Tora, and Kane Casillas, yours truly, once again playing the role of the narrator. What's Monty's real name? What's with all of the books taken from the library? And did Monty and Tora live happily ever after? If you've got questions, I've got your answers. So be sure to stick around because all will be revealed soon in more Tales from Somnium. <laughs>